Welcome back to Double Feature, the IDS film podcast where the powers that be let us in a podcast booth to give you hot takes and maybe some lukewarm ones too. I'm Annie Aguiar. I'm Chris Forrester. And on this week's episode, we have plenty of hot takes this week because it was the Oscars and we're not happy. I, we yeah. want to break this show down into a classic double feature. We're going to talk about the highs and the lows <laughs> also, and maybe I, some midpoints. I think it uh, should come to no surprise to anyone that we are unhappy with the Oscars because we are snobs. Yes. I mean, is it really the Oscars if you're not deeply um, dissatisfied with the results? <laughs> That's showbiz, let's, baby. Let's talk about the the big elephant in the room. Um, Green Book, Green best Book. picture. I have seen Green Book. Annie has not. I have not seen Green I Book. I envy you because this is one of the worst movies I've ever seen. I was just telling Chris after the Oscars, I had the impulse of, I should probably watch Green Book. And instead, I watched Do the Right Thing. <laughs> and you know what? You did the right thing. I think so. Um, I hate this movie. I definitely went into it sort of expecting it to check off some bad boxes, but it really so thoroughly checks off every negative thing that I expected it to be that I just ended up resenting it. Um, and it was such an uncomfortable experience, too, because essentially for people who don't know about the movie, it's a um, classic sort of like white savior movie. Um, and basically it's viewpoint on racism. It's about a racist driver from New York who is escorting this black musician on a concert tour through the South. Um, And it's really just about this white man learning that not all black people fit all the bad stereotypes. And if you're just nice to people, no matter the color of their skin, the world will be a a good place. And you know what? That's not true. Did you listen to The Daily yesterday? I did not. Okay. It was all about Green Book and kind of the failure of Hollywood when it comes to these parables of race. And it was comparing Green Book to what won Best Picture 30 years ago, Driving Miss Daisy, in that both of them think that racism is solved by prolonged exposure to a black person. Yeah. That's how you solve racism in America is you get a racist in the same room as a black person for a long enough time to where like, you're not half bad after all. Yes. Which which is is a like a misdiagnosis of what racism is. Racism is not just like I don't like you because you're black. It's systematic. It is like institutionalized. It is privilege. Um and it's also like taking a look at racism and tokenizing the person of color. Another really good point is that the movie should be about Dr. Don Shirley and his struggles with racism and discrimination because he is gay and everything. But instead, it's about the struggle of this white man to be less racist by seeing people who are more racist than he is. I am just, all of these points, I'm citing Wesley Morris from the New York Times. Well, I mean, it's not a a hard movie to just look at and be like, on paper, this doesn't work. Um, The only, I think, redeeming moment in this movie is like the closest it ever comes to like letting you into Shirley's perspective and like props to Mahershala Ali. He's an incredible actor and he does the most that he can with a role that's like not very well written. Um, And he has a scene where he sort of like breaks down emotionally about like, like you don't really understand what it's like to be black in America, but that's really the only acknowledgement of it. This movie is just so full of misguided ideas and 
Yeah, it's yeah. awful. Okay, so. What, what did was... you want to win Best Picture? Okay. Of the nominees. <laughs> I would have been fine with any number of ones. I was pulling for either the favorite or Roma with the favorite edging out Roma very slightly. But also wouldn't have been fun if it was Black Panther, yeah. as I said last week. But, yes, that would have been okay. enjoyable. Um, um, I was pulling for either The Favorite or A Star is Born or Roma. Yeah, okay. So a high of mine from the This Oscars. is going to be a high of mine, too, because I know what you're about to say. <laughs> it was Olivia Colman uh, winning Best Act- Best Actress in a Leading Role for Queen Anne in The Favorite. She did so amazing deserved it her speech was the cutest thing i've ever seen lady gaga Uh, lady gaga so fantastic i love that performance and the thing is with the actress race it was like really one of the only races in this where like anyone deserved it i didn't see can you ever forgive me for melissa mccarthy or the wife for glenn close i saw clips from the wife yes but like i've Everything I've seen from either of those movies, it's like, these are all five wonderful actresses. They all give amazing and different performances, and they all deserve it. I do really feel for Glenn Close, and I think that in any other year, the wife would have gotten her the Oscar that she has so I think it it also had, um, like, early horse. Like, I mean, marketing and also, like, that movie came out a a long time ago, and it's really hard to maintain buzz. I mean, I think... If a Star Is Born had come out in like December, it yeah. would have been like it a front totally runner killed a star for um, Best Picture. But because it came out so early, it had all that early buzz. And then as other movies started to come out, and people were like, "Oh, well, Roma and the favorite," yeah, then it kind of lost it. So now I should do a low of mine. You should do a high of yours. Yes. Okay. What was a low? Oh, a low of mine was Rami Malek winning Best Actor yeah. in the leading role for Bohemian Rhapsody when the true winner wasn't even nominated. <laughs> yes. And that's Ethan Hawke in First Reform. Ethan Hawke gives such a good performance in He's, the film. Like, the clip they used for Rami Malek was him lip-syncing. Like, I, that's another movie that I haven't seen and I'm not going to see because I don't feel comfortable watching it yeah. given Brian Singer. I, I'm in the same boat, but I have no qualms with dunking on it. Oh, for sure. It looks so dumb. And I'm just And I mean I've I've seen clips on Twitter from like the the editing. The, the one just clip like, going around about the editing is And ugh. it it won an Oscar for editing. Yeah. A high point for me is Regina King winning Best Supporting yeah. Actress. Um her performance in Beale Street makes that I movie. I haven't seen um, And this is also one of those, like, this was Beale Street's only Oscar yeah. um, and one of its only nominations. So, like, really, I just was pulling for Beale Street to win something because um, I love Moonlight. It's the new film by Barry Jenkins, the director of Moonlight. And it is so, so beautiful. It is so, like, deeply honest about the world we live in, but it is also so, like, heartachingly hopeful mm-hmm. that, like, every single moment of that movie... You feel so much pain for these characters, and yet you are so moved by the hope that you have, and you feel it too. And so much of that comes from her. Yeah. There's this scene that she has that like deserved like 13 Oscars, honestly, yeah. where her daughter, she plays the mother in the film, and the daughter, who's the main character, wakes up from a nightmare, and she comes into her room and is like talking to her, and she says, like, 
you trusted love this far, don't stop now. Trust it all the way. And just like that line and the delivery of it and that entire scene made me sob. She is so amazing. And like I even was happy with her winning over Emma Stone and Rachel Weisz, even though you know I am the favorite's (laughs) ultimate stand. (laughs) All right, what was a low for you? A low? um, Honestly, a lot of the craft categories. Um, Roma winning cinematography, I was happy with, but like the nominees there, I really wanted to see Suspiria nominated um, and First Reformed. Score the fact that Beale Street didn't win that. Like I, there that went to Black Panther. Right? Yeah, I'm like, I didn't know Ludwig Göransson was that young. Like with just that name, I expected him to be yeah. like 85. Yeah, um, Black Panther has a good score. It's like an interesting score, and so I see why people wanted to award it. But I just, I, I can't imagine a human being listening to the Beale Street score and not being so, like, profoundly moved. Like, before I had even seen that movie, I just watched the trailer, mm-hmm. and with that score, like, I had chills. Okay. A high for me was, I can't not talk about the Bradley Cooper Lady Gaga shallow performance. It was everything. I don't want to watch anything other than that for the rest of my life. And I love the people being like, guys, don't you know it's acting? Because, like, I'm sorry, that's acting, but also, like, they have so much chemistry. Yeah. They're um, the Tessa Virtue and Scott Moore Moore of, like, this year. I, I like that. I saw that on Twitter, and I was like... Oh, so you... No, I'm not original. I cite okay. my sources. Ugh. But I saw that on Twitter, and I was just like... That's so perfect. I want nothing more than for them to fall in love. Someone <laughs> cut together a video that was like, RIP A Star Is Born awards season. And it was just like all of the pictures of them together set to like sad music. <laughs> it was so perfect. Yeah, they. it was such a good performance. And it was such a good like Oscars performance because like it was both a musical performance and an acting performance. They just walked right and up out of the their And the fact seats. that they walked up from the audience... Oh was amazing. Lady Gaga has an Oscar now. And yes, I'm so she's coming happy. for the EGOT. She's coming for the EGOT. All right, what was uh, another low point for you? A low point for me. Huh. I'm trying to think of what a low point for me would be. I don't know. I, I hate to dunk. Well, no, I love to dunk on Green Book again, but it's just, I'm just sad that Mahershala has an Oscar for that. Like, I'm happy he has an Oscar. He has but two Oscars now. Yeah, yeah. I know. I, someone was like, um, so happy Mahershala won for Moonlight again. Yes. Like, Very proud I, of him. I, it's just sad to me that that movie has that, and that's a part of Mahershala's permanent yes. legacy. Well, and he also is, like, I think the only, I mean, he's, like, permanently tied to the legacy of that movie, but I think he's, like, the only one who's willing to acknowledge, like, it's a bad movie. Like, yeah. you have, like, Mahershala Ali publicly apologizing and like calling the family of Don Shirley and being like, I'm so sorry that this movie is so dishonest. But then you have like the director who used to flash his penis at people (laughs) and like the screenwriter who had like anti Muslim tweets. He did. Um, Those were wild. And the other actor, Viggo Mortensen, using the N word at a press conference for the movie. It was a fiasco. Um, Just ridiculous. Let's see. Okay, what's a high for you? A high point. Um, my goodness. I have another high point. Okay, tell me your high point. Alfonso Coron 
best director. Yes. And I okay, high point for me is cute friendship presentations. Because I love Guillermo presenting for Alfonso. I love here's a name I know how to pronounce. Like he's so cute. I love Guillermo del Toro with my entire heart. And also like Alfonso Corone is just perfect. Okay. I just and I also loved um Sam Newell Jackson presenting for Spike Lee. That was the cutest thing I've ever seen. And it's just so that I feel like we're letting the Green Book Best Picture win, like hang as a shadow over some of the like really good parts of the night. Yes, there were some very like, deserved awards. Um I think I have two two kind of high points. Um okay. one is Roma winning foreign language film. Yeah. I was really happy about that. Um even though I still like I don't know, I wish that the foreign language category had more slots just because like there are so many foreign language films and like this year Burning didn't even get a nomination, yeah. even though that's um an incredible film, really worth checking out. Nope. It sort of crept up on me because I watched it and for two out of two and a half hours I was sort of skeptical of like where it was going to go. But I think its end game is so like clever and thoughtful and like devious that like it really sneaks up on you and you feel like nothing is happening and then all of a sudden you realize so much has happened yeah um and my other high point is just like people reacting to green book winning awards (laughs) like samuel jackson's face when he opens the envelope and like sees the name green book winning over the favorite for screenplay um chadwick chadwick boseman turning to look at michael b jordan and he's like oh man spike lee like storming out of the theater (laughs) i loved i mean Kind of a low point for me related to that, whereas everyone interviewing Spike Lee afterwards, because he's, like, having fun with it. But I'm also wondering, like, man, for how long now is Spike Lee going to get asked about how he feels about Green Book? Yeah, you well, it's, it's just, like, um, there's so much to it because it's, like, A, he won an Oscar for yeah. screenplay. And you're not asking him, like, how does it feel to finally have an Oscar? You're asking, like, how does it feel to be defeated for a different Oscar? Yeah. Um, And also, like it's so easy for him to fall into the narrative of like the ang- the sore loser or like the angry black man there when like really like he is right to be like irked that this movie that was made by white people about white people suffering from racism um or suffering from other people suffering from racism won an award like yeah also yeah. i think to sum it up or well, i think to end things the biggest low point of all was the most deserving movie overlooked by the Academy Awards. Let's say it together. Three, two, one. Paddington Paddington 2. I love you so much. (laughs) Thanks for listening to this episode of Double Feature. I've been Annie. I am Chris, and we'll be back next week. (laughs)